Hello and welcome to the Barber's Time Podcast, the official podcast for the Chase for Steve McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber, and we are all the way to the finish line. This is it. Last game of the season. Um, I mean, it's about as tight as it can get. We only have two eliminated, three in the playoffs. Like, there are plenty of spots open. Half the playoff spots are open. And I have Ryan Brown to talk with me about this. Brown, how you feeling right now? We were just discussing. I thought you were in the clear, but it doesn't look like you necessarily are. Well, first of all, Brandon, thanks for having me. Um, glad to make my return to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, we I think we were both kind of fooled going into this week. We thought we were safe, but no, I think you're right. Only the top three seeds are locked up with Germ sliding still, but still in that first place. Uh, you're comfortably in, but... And it looks like you're probably going to have the division, too. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, four through six, four through seven, still a toss-up right now. Everyone needs to win. Um, we say it every year, and I think this year is no different. But uh, a lot <laughs> – I mean, it's been a wild ride up to this point, And um, I think there's a lot of – dude, there's a lot of implications just staring up and down the sport going into the chase. Um, I All right, so I need a ruling on this. I refer to the playoff as the chase and also the league as the chase, like saying making the chase. Uh, Am I the only one that does that? Do you do that too? So I think the chase is definitely the playoffs. It's just like that's the name for it. But whenever we say the chase, it does like, yeah, I can definitely say that it's also the league. So I I know where you're coming from, but I think it's a it's a double sided word or saying, if that makes sense. Okay, perfect. So the same thing means two things. Okay, because I, I, I felt weird saying that in the moment, but yeah, making the chase, making the playoffs, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot undecided going into this week's um, some, some surprising and heartbreaking wins and losses this past week, and um, yeah, this is it, man. This is it. I gotta say, this season has not turned out how I thought it would at all. Like, if you told me Garrett's team is easily in the playoffs and not even in that clusterfuck underneath us like that that just blows my mind the fact that starner ran away with the league the way he did and now it seems like he might be pulling a warner where things are falling apart a little bit and then my team i i mean i haven't had half my team for half the year and then whenever they talk about bus lists like half my team is on there it's like i don't <laughs> I don't know how I'm eight and five either. So it's like I don't think any of us feel good about our team necessarily. Honestly, I would feel pretty good about your team. We'll get into that, but at the same time, we just talked about it. You're not even locked up for the playoffs. You're on a two game losing streak. Like I, I don't know how any of us feel good about our teams at this point. No, I completely agree. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it in more detail later. But yeah, just looking at the board and like the pe- the people that are safe. I mean, they. <laughs> There's going to be some trivia questions written about Starnerstein <laughs> after this year. Go, starts off eight and one, and then is going to slide on a current four-game losing streak <laughs> into a bye. Um, and how is he supposed to feel? You know, I mean, I guess you make the semifinals, but how do you feel good about what you're looking at? Um, we'll get into it, but uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's whoever wins this is going to have some glory. I mean. You're gonna you're gonna have to earn it this year. Yeah, this is definitely gonna be one of those where the free agent wire is hot right now, and that's because people need to fucking improve those teams. No team is built at this point. 
The but. people are safe. People are getting like COVID. People are people are getting hurt. And it, I mean, it's going to come down to: Do you have good players on good teams that have something to play for? Yeah, so and matchup matchups are definitely going to be a thing that come up as well. But let's get into the week thirteen recap. Um, I honestly, I kind of want to run through these pretty quickly. We normally spend more time on the recap, but I kind of want to just get into this preview. So uh, we got Elshon yep. Alex Anonymous versus the Weak Ass Pussies, and this was the matchup of the week. I knew Kale would win. I told, said it in the group chat. No doubter. Got it done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, uh, this this one was this one was a lot of fun. Um, it it was a late developing one. Um, I was keeping a pretty close eye on my own game, so I didn't really pick up on the drama until like the late window. Um, but by Sunday night, it was it was a lot of fun because we had ourselves in a a concession off. Like I think each each manager conceded the game at least four times. Um, for, Throughout the game, as that as that wind as that wind tunnel game uh, went on, but um, yeah, I, I, you can't you can't feel good about this one if you're Kale. You'll obviously take it, um, but it hurts way more for Garrett, right? Yeah, because Garrett wins this. Uh, I mean, how many times? Like nine times out of ten, going into that Monday nighter, like. Uh, there's zero chance that if it's not super windy, like you, you can even make snowing, raining, whatever, Garrett wins that game. And this was basically the only way he doesn't. And he's now fighting for that uh, one seed. And well, I guess for him, it would be a two seed probably, but either way, he's fighting for the buy and that's all that really matters. And he would have had a game up and basically just needed Starner to lose at that point. But didn't get there. Um, I mean, he had some bad luck with Thielen going out with a high ankle sprain. I believe it was the wind game, like just up and down. He even got some nice gains from Javante Williams, which is something that he really needed because um, he needs a number two running back basically at this point. Well, I guess it'd be number three once Aaron Jones comes back. But um, I mean, he has honestly a pretty nice group of running backs here i would honestly start sitting alaire if freeman's going to be consistent javante looks good and then you got aaron jones it's not a bad three oh, absolutely not um but yeah so so feeling went out what like first quarter or something why do you only have one reception and um i, I mean screen, I, I don't know when not, it happened, I, i'm though. completely not scared of uh garrett's team at all i mean he he's just been the token uh bearer of Emmanuel Sanders this year for one reason or another. It's been happening for a decade, um, and that's what he's going to give you, three points. Um, but <sighs> Dalton Schultz and... I hey, Wait, did, uh, did did Williams get ruled out because of uh, the COVID thing? What happened earlier today on that? Um, so he's vaccinated, so he just needs two tests or whatever, 24 hours apart. Uh, supposedly he could be reactivated on Friday. So like they tested him very quickly and I think he got, uh, tested positive pretty quickly there. So there is a chance that he plays, but I don't think that's happened this year where guys tested positive has been vaccinated and then tested negative two times in a row. So I would say it's not very likely, but I guess there's a chance at least. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just not scared of that. Oh, and on the other side, I think for Kale, um, 
you know, you don't feel good, but you feel good about this win. Um, I mean, he, he obviously needs some help to get into the playoffs or whatever, but I mean, he's, he's a team that's rounded into form too. I mean, Cordero Patterson, a proven commodity at this point. Um, he finally has like a solid pair of running backs. Um, and even when Kelsey has, yeah, consistently one of his more down weeks and getting you four points. What what happened with Bateman? That's the other thing I wanted to ask you about on this game. Like, why why does he have no stat line? Honestly, Lamar was just so bad. Like, he threw it to Andrews a bunch and to Hollywood a bunch, but neither of them could catch basically anything. I think he had 253 pass yards, but it was mostly just like a couple plays maybe that Honestly, like oh, okay. he had three three hundred yards. That looks pretty good at the end of the day. But really, just watching Lamar the past couple weeks, it's been been really rough. Um, and Bateman's yeah. just kind of, there's not enough around for him. Honestly, like he's he's talented, but he's a rookie. Only got one target. Um, I mean, it, it's just tough when you don't get any plays called for you. So it's like you just have to literally beat the guy in front of you and then hope he right. looks your way. So. Which Lamar's not exactly well, a one read, two read, three read guy. He's it's more I wanna pass it to Hollywood this play or I wanna pass it to Mark Andrews this play and goes for it. Right. Well I guess it won't matter when he has Debo come back, but I mean, yeah, I mean, would you trust it, like if Kale turns out to be a playoff team and make the chase, um, would you trust Lamar as your quarterback in the playoffs? Um so playoff wise, he'd be going Green Bay, Cincinnati, and the Rams. I only feel okay about Cincinnati, and that's on the road. Um, honestly, probably not that much. Um, yeah. At least, least when you have have a guy with Jalen Hurts going up against Washington Giants and Washington, I think Lamar's the drop candidate. Like, if he needed someone, I would just drop him and go with Hurts. Maybe not because Hurts is yeah. hurt. He was hurt or whatever. Uh, Maybe you're, you're not exactly sold on him, especially. I think they said Hertz was starting this week over Minshew, right? Like, yeah, he said he was going to start. So, um, yeah, I like Hertz much more going forward. I would expect him to start Hertz. But it's in Philly, so why wouldn't you just like a, like see this as a sign of like a uh, like a Foles wins situation? Just let Minshew carry your team to the promised land. Honestly, couldn't tell you. Minshew seems like. Like, they pretty much adopted him after that one viral video came out. So, it's like... That's what I'm saying. Just ride that high for, like, one more month. Yeah, I would definitely not be against that if I was a Philly fan. But, hey, I mean, new coach, he he wants to keep testing the young guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, It's not like you're going to want Minshew Mania to go on and then... He's like good for the last couple of games, and all of a sudden you have to start the season next year with him because that's just asking for bad stuff, right? Like even if he puts on five <laughs> good games here, like starting a season with Minshew as your starter is just it's not exactly what you want. I know that's gonna suck whenever like he wins a couple of playoff games and then like it's always Sonny makes a season about him where Mac plays Gardner Minshew, but he's not oh, the starter anymore by that point. That would suck. Minshew would go on the show too if they wanted him. Like that's totally oh, yeah. something good. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but the show yeah. writes itself. Yeah, uh, they they have so much content for that show. But I mean, Philly is a very content filled city. But yeah, good one for Kale. Uh, never a doubt. I mean, he was he was sleeping easy that night. So uh, let's move on to the next matchup. We got complicated fellows versus curious germs. 
And Reda's complicated fellas was looking good the past two weeks. It's just been rough. Um, and he's officially out. Kara Sturm's getting the, the much-needed win. Kyler back in the lineup. Higgins going off. Um, you got to feel pretty good about that. I know Zeke is, is not exactly looking very healthy, but that might be a good thing with Pollard coming in. Yeah, I mean, I want to give Warner's flowers first. I mean, uh, injuries and just he tried to make the trades and he fought every week, um, you know, like uh, like the Hunger Games um, displays picture on the dome as a fallen soldier. But um, yeah, for Dakota, it's got it's got to feel good um, having your boys back. I mean, you make that blockbuster trade and then you can't start him for multiple weeks. Um, Murray giving you 35 and Hawkins, um, giving you double digits feels good. And yeah, I mean, it, he's, he's had that safety blanket and just having Pollard on the bench. Um, you say it's a, it's a coin flip decision. You don't know who to start, but just having the handcuff option, if anything happens to either of them, um, is a plus. And, um, I saw a little bit of the banter early this morning. Um, I know he, he's got an outside shot. But, I mean, with this win, what, what scenario does he have um, to do to get in? Um, well, looking at it, so he's one game back. So, basically, like, he needs Matt, you to beat Matt because that's easier for him to beat him in points then because he's never going to catch you. He's, like, 160 points away right. or something like that. So, right. it would it would be Matt lose, and then I guess one of Kale and Yogi, right? Well, he would beat Yogi, so Yogi wouldn't be in there. And then he would. Yeah. So he, need, he, he Matt would need to lose, and then another six and seven team would have to lose, and then Dakota would have to put up a decent score. Yeah. Yeah, he he would have to do that. I mean, realistically, he beats Yogi, and then Kale loses, and then he's in. So that's really all it comes down to at the end of the day, right? Because they're six and yeah. seven. So it's really not crazy to think that he could get there. Um, I mean, basically, he just needs Germ to win, like. Germ to win, he wins, and he's in. And he doesn't even have to worry about points. So um, there's a few options for him yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but going back to the matchup, um, sorry to get the sidetrack there before the preview, but um, if you're Dakota, I mean, you feel like a lot of these, these players on these teams are kind of rounding into playoff form, um, you know, trying to win their games for seeding. So, you know, Kyler and Hopkins, hopefully they're healthy, you know, they want to perform every single week. Ezekiel, if he's healthy, is going to get his carries. Um, James Robinson, can't say the same about him. Um, he's going to have some flex appeal here with a couple guys, uh, maybe if A.J. Brown even comes back. But, um, yeah, I mean, Dakota, Dakota's got a shot, man. There's like seven, eight teams, you know, um, that have a lot to play for. And uh, Dakota's probably, you know, the biggest swing out of all of them. Yeah, you got to hope that Miles Sanders rests up. And then if you do win, then you have him going forward. He put up 120 rush yards this week. He's looking good. I mean, he's looked good all year. He just hasn't gotten the ball. I mean, whatever you want to say about that. But if Higgins becomes a real deal, Hopkins can get it going, and Kyler's Kyler. I mean, he can beat anyone any week for sure. Um, So he just has to get in. Um, But... We'll have to see how that plays out. Let's move on to the next matchup, though. We're going to go Germ Squad. Wheelie Bros versus Thank You Come Again. And Germ taking the fourth loss in a row. 
Yogi looking scary coming out with 162. He has Keenan on COVID though for this week, so we'll have to see how that plays. Uh, I think that's the same deal with Mike Williams for Keenan, so we'll have to see how that goes. But uh, when Stafford and Jefferson go off, it's really nice just having everyone else fall in line behind. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you like Yogi's team, right? I think yeah, I've been saying that. Like, like I, I think you're a fan of these this lineup he's got going. Yeah, I've been a been a fan of Yogi all year. So, uh, I mean, Fournette at this point, like, is he is he a top five back or what? Well, ever since he learned how to catch the ball, I would say so. Um, and I think after seeing what um, New England did to Buffalo, um, I'm pretty sure he's going to get his fair share of carries next week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've been silently agreeing with you all year. You know, I listen to the fucking ball washing you do of thank you come again. And for the most part, I agree with you. I mean, like, like Justin Jefferson is like, what a top three receiver in the NFL. And when the Rams look good and cup looks good, um, Stafford's going to get his numbers. Um, so yeah, I mean, Yogi's a scary fucking team. I hope he's outside of the bubble, but, uh, on the other side for germ, I mean, Okay, so I don't think I'm there yet, but I am starting to wonder uh, if I'll feel bad at all for Germ since he's lost four straight since Henry went down. Um, you know, he just has to deal with, like, Taylor and Cooper Cup getting you only 25 to 28 points a week, you know? It doesn't even matter who he throws in a quarterback at this point. Um, it just seems like... If Godwin's on, he can get, what is that, 80 points from three players, you know? Um, granted, it's got to be the same three players since Metcalf really hasn't done much since the trade. But, um, yeah, definitely more scare on, of uh, thank you come again uh, than the Wheelie Bros these past couple of weeks. Yeah, I think, honestly, the four-game losing streak for Germ has been the feel-good story of the year. I think the entire league has gone behind that four-game losing streak, and uh, oh yeah, I, I I just think it's the best thing that's happened so far this year. Um, and uh, you you just got to feel for Germ, but feel good story for everyone else for sure. Yeah, it was pretty sweet seeing the eight and one to turn to eight and five over this past month. Um, that's been nice. Um, but I I mean it, it's been proven that. <laughs> the buy is so huge in this league. You know, if you got to win three, um, to get to the championship, it's, it's, it's not easy, man. So, I mean, getting that first round buy is going to be huge for him. Um, I don't know if he needs to get healthy. Who does he need to get healthy? Gordon? Is he, is he out for multiple weeks? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think Gordon is the only guy, but really it's just, obviously the Henry injury was the, a big thing and then he never had a quarterback so um when you don't have a quarterback yeah. it's tough to be consistent with winning but it's not like he's not putting up points other people have just been putting up good points against him so uh i would like to go on the record though i am officially off yogi's team i think yogi what, loses now you're this done? yep i am done i just checked out leonard Fournette's uh schedule he is buffalo new orleans and carolina there's zero chance that he puts up points uh, they're going to be throwing the ball. Uh, Justin Jefferson has a tough matchups too. Pittsburgh, Chicago Rams. I'm out on him and Stafford. I don't think I can trust him. So I'm out on Yogi official. Um, 
this is should, this is a this is a classic barber slate job. You're you're trying to you're trying to downplay him because you don't want to see him again, just like you do me every single week. I don't want to see either of you. So I mean, <laughs> take it for what you will. But I'm out on Yogi. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. The all disrespect. Now I hope he fucking. I hope he sneaks in and beats your ass, but not over me. I was going to say, he's going to play you first probably before he plays me. So, Do we want Yogi to have a third championship? Let's just put put that out there too. Like, come on. Yeah, you're right. I need my third, and then I can look down on all you peons. All right. (laughs) So let's move on to the worst matchup of the week, Barbage Time versus Jack Sexavers. Um, I almost got the – did I get the biggest margin victory this week? Somehow putting up 101 points. <laughs> not, not quite. You not earned quite. it, didn't you? <laughs> I, I didn't think 100 was possible, but uh, 20-something rushes and 78 yards from Stevenson got me there and uh, easily won. Um, never a doubt. Um, who needs points to, to win <laughs> big? I mean, this was just bad all around. Uh, not much to say about either team right now. Uh, honestly, like, I haven't been putting up points recently. I don't know how Mac's been doing, but it doesn't feel good, honestly, from looking from the outside. Um, but he's still right there. And I know he, he has been mm-hmm. winning. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't feel good about either of these teams. I mean, if if my team gets healthy, I feel all right. But, uh, I mean, what do you do with Mahomes and Hill? Like, you you need, when you sell the house for them, you need them to, uh, to be there. And, uh, yeah, they're not, they haven't been. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, well, first of all, yeah, you you trade for them, you start for them every week, and you like you think, you know it's the Chiefs, so everyone just expects them to flip that switch, you know, and have that connection, um, you know, and for them to put up thirty five every week, but it's just not happening. I will say, um, starting two Patriot receivers uh, in that game on Monday, um, I know there was no choice based on Matt's bench and his circumstances, but um, God doesn't make me feel good going into the next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, Barbara, I would not feel good if I were you. You know, I mean, but no one going to the playoffs can really feel that great about their team. Um, I just think yeah, there's a reason yeah, I, I was mean, I've been rostering three defenses. Like I'm trying to get points wherever I can get them because I know I need them. Um, and I'm just playing mm-hmm. matchups at defense to skimp a win somehow. Um, but hey, Camaricans back this week. Uh, team's looking a bit more healthy. Um, I mean, maybe we we can get it done with a top three tight end too. Yeah, top three tight end only getting you seven, but I mean, God, he always gets his fucking targets, doesn't he? Holy shit! I blame um, that on on Lamar throwing it at his feet, throwing it behind him. Like he should have had a touchdown, a two point conversion, and then all of a sudden he's at like sixteen twenty. So it's a bit different of a game if he gets those. But Lamar just needs to not be dog shit, and we're good. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and then you got. Um, then you, you got to stomp on Warner to get, all right, you got Warner next week. I hope he puts yep. it on you. We'll get into um, that. Um, but I don't think there's okay. much more to say about this. Um, we'll see if Matt's team can get healthy next week. Both our teams, honestly, if we got healthy, um, the, it's a scary lineup, but they need to perform and they haven't necessarily done that. So we'll have to see how that goes mm-hmm. going forward. I definitely want that bye week because I don't trust my team to win three games in a row. Never. I know, man. It's fucking It's scary to think about. All right, let's go. All right, your matchup. Jinx Monks over the knuck if you buck. Appreciate you, Cook. 
you're basically out of the playoff race. I think we confirmed that, but you did me a solid. You took out the rival and gave me that one game lead. Brown, how are you feeling about this one? It was it was tough. You you didn't perform badly. No, I mean I, I've had time to I, I've had time to reflect on it, and um, I I mean I actually feel good about how my team did last week. Uh, Brady and Evans, you know, rounded into playoff form. They got a beat down, you know, to keep that one seed and stuff. Um, you know, it is funny uh, that I called uh, Godwin going down with ninety nine yards um, in the group chat. Uh, taking a shot at germ and then Evans only gets a, a 99 yards on my team. I, so I did um, just see that, that immediate I, karma. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah. At least you didn't but, lose by that. That would have felt even worse though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I, I feel like I, I hit on my running back combination. Finally, you know, Gibson got me 19 Mitchell got me 16 and you know, Connor, like clockwork, getting his touchdown and getting me 18 points. Uh, I know I missed on Montgomery um, going against Arizona. I think based on my matchups, I think I stand by it. Um, but that obviously means I'm going to start him next week, and he's only going to get me seven points. Uh, that's all that means. Um, but honestly, Cook just had, like, the miracle game a couple weeks too late um, looking at his side. I mean, when, when Kittle gives you 39 points – and then you have to flex a tight end in Gronk, and he gets two touchdowns and 19 points. I just knew fate was on his side, you know, that afternoon. Like, I just stopped checking Yahoo as frequently and just kind of accepted my fate because Justin Herbert was balling out too. And even though he took a one-pointer from Christian Kirk and a one-and-a-half-pointer from Cole Beasley, it didn't matter what I did. Um I wasn't going to touch 136, and uh, now I'm in win mode, you know? Yep. Uh, this was a fun matchup to watch from the outside, honestly, because you guys were just throwing haymakers in the early window, and then he comes out with Kittle in the late window, and your running backs are just stacking it up. And uh, I thought you were playing Montgomery, and I was like, damn, Montgomery's doing really well here. And uh, <laughs> I didn't see your, your score going up, and I was like, oh. Guess not. Uh, but Gibson looks solid. He is getting a lot of work for sure. No, absolutely. He's back to his 20 plus carries. Shin doesn't seem to be bothering him. Um, yeah, I know. I just, he was, it was the red zone effect. I swear to God, like that game was um, going back and forth pretty much all game, 22 33 final. And all the offense on Chicago side was just Montgomery getting screen passes and then just seven, eight-yard chunk plays, and um, that's that's what we saw when we tuned into that game, it felt like, because I was watching it, too. Um, but, yeah, happy the Gibson thing is working out. I mean, I'm going to have some decisions to make next week, obviously, but um, changes are coming. Changes are coming. I got to tweak some things. I should have gotten fucking M- MVS before Garrett snatched him up, but we'll get into that, but... I feel good. I mean, I feel as good as I can. You know, I don't feel like my team is trending down quite yet. Now, question. If you could go back and you could get Kelsey back, would you do that? Even though Gibson's been the better player, would you do that just to make your life easier with these running backs? I know Kale would. I wouldn't. No way. I think um, I think Kale will tell you. I think he's gotten two good weeks at Kelsey since we made that trade. And... Granted, Fant hasn't been like <laughs> maybe a top ten 
tight end, but like Gibson as an option and um, what it means for my team now, I, I mean, I would still do it because uh, I am where I am and I have a shot. And um, I don't know, I, maybe, maybe Kelly has his blow up game, but um, I think, I think Kelly would want my running back depth before I'd want his tight end. Yeah. I, I think that's a very interesting trade and the most interesting trade this year, honestly. Um, just because looking at it, you just thought Kelsey was going to be such a big deal and it, it'd be crazy to see what your team would look like with Kelsey on it. But at the same time, Gibson's won you weeks here. So, um, and Kelsey yep. probably would have lost you. So, uh, we'll have to see how it goes going forward. If Kelsey can come on for kale, but that wraps up the week 13 matchups. Um, a lot to play for here in week 14. Let's get, skip straight into it. Uh, we're going to just go straight to Elshinolix Anonymous versus Germ Squad Wheelie Bros. Uh, this is this is a big-time matchup here. Um, they're projected one point apart from each other, and honestly, it seems about right. And I'm not sure which side I would go for. Honestly, I kind of like Taysom Hill against the Jets. Yeah, lots of blockbusters this week, but this was the this was actually the first one that jumped out at me. I mean, projections coming in a little high on a couple players, um, but you're right, man. I think, man, if yeah, if Taysom Hill has any kind of pass game and and like uh, New Orleans is able to put up 28, even on the Jets, you got to figure at least two of those will be passing touchdowns and. Um, you just can't trust the Ravens' offense right now. I mean, like, is Lamar Jackson going to scramble, maybe throw for one, run for one, and get you the twenty-six? I don't, I don't know. But um, if I'm looking at the running backs, I think that's where it's going to be won and lost. I think Debo coming back as a wide receiver is huge, playing at the flex, and then I think Jacobs has figured it out in the past couple weeks. And while Kansas City's like defense has kind of shored up a little bit to become average. I still think he gets fed. Um, Najee Harris is obviously a big part of that offense with uh, Big Ben sucking and being old. And then looking on the other side, um, if, if Denver's going to make the playoffs, they, they have to go on a run here. So they got they got to kind of stat up and get a convincing win against Detroit. So I don't know if Williams is going to have the game um, that he expects. And uh, Gordon coming off the injury on the other side, I mean, Jerm's just going to be watching that game pretty close, I'm assuming. Yeah, I was looking on it, and I forgot that Jonathan Taylor is on bye. Uh, I really I was on the fence with this one, and that'll push me toward Kale, honestly. Um, I just I can't see him getting it done with uh, Williams and Gordon, especially because Gordon might not even play. Like I'm pretty sure he's not like a for sure starting. Um, and if he does start, does he get a full workload? So um, I, I definitely wouldn't exactly trust Germ's team. Uh, but I'm not sure where you go with it if you're germ. Like, there's not anyone on the running back wire really to go to, right? Yeah, no. It's funny because, like, we, we pull up the preview, we look at the projections, and, like, you and I would be happy with a 136 projection, but, like, germ is sitting at 136 with Derrick Henry and uh, Taylor. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those, can you imagine, that I'm sure he's thought about a thousand times, but, um, he still has a chance to win this with Derrick Henry and Taylor being out. That's crazy, man. Uh, I, I'm going to lean Kale on this one, though. I think, I think his, I think his team knows that he wants this one really bad. I think his team knows that he's getting married this weekend, 
And just for my own, you know, my, my own selfish well-being, I would like uh, to be the good luck charm of getting married on a weekend uh, when you play fantasy football. Yeah. I mean, and yours was like a Hail Mary win, too. So, I mean, I don't think oh, he'll yeah. even need that. I think he'll wins this comfortably now that I really look it over. Um, I don't like the matchups that much for, for Germ outside of Taysom and Metcalf. Uh, but Metcalf hasn't done anything this year. So it's like, yeah, I don't think, I think his team is carried by Taylor right now and Taylor's not in. So uh, let's roll with Kale here and uh, make Kiki proud. Get the dub. <laughs> How many times do you think he checks his phone? Just like, may, I, no, it'll be our job to let him know what his fantasy score is throughout the day, I'm sure. Well, he gets married Saturday, so he doesn't have to worry about that, luckily. Um Oh uh, yeah, that's right. He has to just fucking. I, I've I've always been stunted by uh by fucking Breon's wedding earlier this year during the fucking media minute, just checking my phone frantically, see what was yeah. happening. Yeah, that was a bit different, but uh, I think maybe that's why he lost when you won is because you put it on the weekend during the fall, but you did it on a Saturday. <laughs> that's so. it. That has to be it. Okay, that makes sense now. I'm on the good luck charm. As long as you have it Saturday, not Sunday. So um, let's move on to the next matchup, though. We got Jinx Monks versus Weak Ass Pussies. Uh, Cook playing spoiler here. I think he can do it, too, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, just taking a quick look at it, uh, the, the Chargers have to win. They got a nice matchup against the Giants. So you think Herbert's going to hit his 30? Um, what the fuck did the Bills do, man? I mean, I think. I think Garrett's team rides or dies with how good Josh Allen does. Um, Delcow coming back off the bye. Um, you expect him to get a decent number against Chicago. Um, but I'm looking at I'm looking at Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage, and Marquez Valdez as Breon's receiving core. I'm sure he doesn't want it to be that way, um, but that's what he's trotting out. Um, I think Cook goes down swinging and uh, – I think I'm going to take Cook in this one, especially if Kittle uh, is going to get his targets. He, he looks all the way back, and um, Cincinnati, while fighting on offense, um, has shown that they can give out a bunch of points on defense. And uh, I expect Dalvin to run a little bit on Pittsburgh's defense. So I, I am going to lean um, Cook on this one. Yeah, so I was going to bring this up in Kale's matchup. Forgot to. Um Basically, all the running backs for the 49ers are out right now or, like, injured. Um, so, like, Elijah Mitchell, not exactly for sure going to play this week. Wilson supposedly re-injured his, his knee or whatever. And then uh, their four-stringer Sermon was out. So it leaves Hasty as the only guy. Um, he hasn't really been trusted by Shanahan, which leaves Debo at running back. Uh, which helps out Kittle because Kittle and Ayuk are now the two receiving options still. And I think they're just going to start Debo at running back, like as the legit running back. Um, I, I don't see them going with Hasty for any more than they need to. And I think if they play Wilson, he's not going to be able to hold a full workload. So it's like, I think it's going to be Debo at running back, which like you said, leaves Kittle open for all of those targets. Um, it obviously seems like they'd rather playing out for Kittle over Ayuk, which seems very smart when he gets the 180 yards and touchdown. So um, definitely liking Cook's team. Honestly, Cook's team's looking pretty dangerous going into the playoffs, which 
he's not actually going to make, but I mean, looks fairly dangerous. Uh, Russell Gage, he had a couple games where uh, he's done well, but I think that just means he's due to let you down. And right when you play him, that's when he's going to let you down. And then MVS, I, Garrett's like pushing that article about him being the, the true number one because Devontae is going to be out or whatever. Like Devontae has been out for partially part of the year already and MVS did absolutely nothing. So I don't think I'm going to trust MVS in my playoff matchup to get me in the one seed. Uh, I think Garrett loses this. He doesn't get the buy and uh, loses the first round next next week. So uh, <laughs> calling my shot there, Garrett. Enjoy it. I mean, unless Barber he pulls out a steady crash and burn <laughs> for Garrett. Uh, Garrett, now, get the cracking out this weekend. MVS getting ten targets. MVS getting nine targets. I don't know. It looks like he's getting his chances right. Like he could pop off for a touchdown. I mean, I still don't think it's going to be enough to win. But yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. He's just such a homer for playing Baldus Scantley, Bell Cow. And he has green based defense. I hope they put up I hope they put up ten points and they just get smoked. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh get out the Kraken and I'll change my prediction, Garrett. I, I Ooh, tilted. I don't, I don't think Jones has done anything since the tilt, right? Has he? I mean he hit twenty no. points against no. Arizona, but like he's really not done anything since the tilt. So uh let's get the tilt going, man. Tilt. Yep. Um but yeah, let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, thank you, come again versus Curious Germs. This is a big one. This is possibly the most important one with both these teams right on the edge for the playoffs. Winner go home. This is what you look for. Yogi still hasn't made any updates to his roster, of course. Uh, not sure. I guess you just throw Gallup in there and then Henderson in, which I actually don't mind that at all. Um Singletary, pretty shitty at running back there, bud. Uh, Buffalo versus Fournette, don't like that. Keenan Allen, COVID. Um, I'm going cooned. Look at this slander. This slander, you know, I listen to this podcast every week. Every week. And you just stuck off Yogi every week. Every week. You tell me how much you like his team. And then this week, you just, like, almost systematically just roast his ass. You know, granted, like, 80% of it's warranted, and you're right about most of it. But still, I mean, I just don't like this about face and toe from you. And, like, I have to think part of it is because I'm on the podcast. You know, like, I just, you know, I, I'm leaning Kuhn in this one, too. But, like, I'm just more focused on the slander that you're giving Yogi when you just spent the whole season sucking him off. Hey, man, we had a good run. Yogi was my golden retriever this season. Loved the dude, petted him every week. And, uh, I mean, he, he, he has the brain tumor now, and uh, we, we're going to take him out back behind the shed and uh, go ahead and put him to sleep this week. Um, I mean, it, it happens. I don't feel good about it, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Let him suffer? Like, he, he put him out of his misery. Yogi, you hear that? Yogi, you hear that right now? I know you don't listen to the podcast, but you hear that? That's... When a troll is scared, this is this is what he does. This is what he does. He just downplays it, and like he just calls you trash because he's secretly a little bit afraid of you. Hey, it's okay to admit that you're a little bit afraid of Yogi. I mean, you just—I've heard about how good his team is all year. He's a good team. You don't want to see him in the playoffs. You'd rather see Dakota in the playoffs, you know. And like, I want to see Dakota in the playoffs too. But 
it's okay to just like respect them. You don't have to throw them in the trash or just take them behind a shed like you're suggesting. Yo, I'm standing up for you here. Give me my flowers next time you see me. God damn. Brad, I'm not sure why you're going out of your way for this. He's not going to hear any of it. Someone Maybe will tell him. Print out the transcripts and send it to him. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm, okay. I'm going. Hey, I'm going Yogi, curious, Yogi. I'll 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 jump I'll jump I'll, I'll ride your train I'll, I'll I'll jump on the I'll jump on the ship when you when uh barber jumps off um but I'm still gonna take Dakota <laughs> all that being said <laughs> and all that defense you know Yogi puts up a hell of a fight and I I still think Dakota's so I loaded the gun and then you fired it so just for the record <laughs> fine you know not too much of a detail version on this one just more of a you know of uh, uh a sociological breakdown, but yeah, I'm going to take Dakota. Kyler Hopkins back, even though it's against the Rams, it's going to be a dynamite game. I think they're still going to put up points. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think Dakota pulls it out and makes the playoffs. Alrighty, let's move on to Barbage Time versus Complicated Fellas. And we might get a fully healthy Barbage Time for the first time since like week five or something. Uh, but let's start with, with Warner's team. Uh, he's got the complicated fellows back, possibly if Devonte might be out. I guess right with the hamstring or whatever or might be limited at least. Yeah, I mean it's a Sunday night game, so something like that. It's probably going to be like a game time thing. So I mean, right now, um, you could probably leave him in there, and then man, I, he came really audible because of his bench. But uh, I don't know. I mean, he's throwing he's, out his best lineup, man. He's gonna he's gonna try to beat you. I don't know. Yeah, I when mean, you're out of the playoffs, you just I go mean, for you it. Got, you got a lot to play for. I mean, I, I don't want to pick you at all. I do not want to pick you at all, dude. Like, oh, fuck. You got Kamara back. You got Eckler. My team looks good down. this week. Like, yeah. I've never I've never seen that much green before. Dak is against the worst passing defense. Uh, Kamara versus the worst rushing defense. Eckler has a great matchup. Obviously, Lamb has a good matchup. McLaurin has a good matchup. Claypool has a good matchup. Um, yeah, this is like the team and the matchups that I want week one of the playoffs of whenever I do play. Uh, but I'll take it and uh, just count this as my first playoff win since it'll get me the bye. Uh, I can't believe you're going to get a bye. Fuck you, dude. But it's all about who you play week 16. Ooh. Okay, you do not have some good matchups in Week 16. All right, no, I, like I, I definitely, I like this. I, like this. I definitely you know, needed that's a buy. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll, get your get we'll your get, get your dub, get your dub this week. Um, I guess I'll have to lean you. I hate picking you, but um, you're one injury away from biting dust like the rest of us, so I'm not scared. Yeah, I, I don't exactly feel great about it, but uh, hey, we're here. Um, not much hey. else to say, hey. really. Uh, I appreciate Warner though this season. I want to I want to say that I know you talked him up earlier this uh, this podcast, but he definitely he made the moves. They didn't it, they worked out kind of. It just sucks that he hit the bye week like that last week when he needed it and uh, couldn't get it done the week before that. But uh, he gave it his, his best shot. Things didn't work out this year, and uh, we'll have to see how it turns out next year. Next year. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Blank slate, baby. Um, yep. Warner gave it his all, made the moves. Fierce participant in the league, kept up with the banter, 
Keen Asmore, the guy. I respect it. So uh, let's move on to the last matchup, though. We got Jack Sexavers and I'm you Buck. These two have an outside chance for the... Actually, does does Matt have a chance? I didn't check his stuff. No, Matt does not have a chance with division record. Um, so I don't know. How does this work? So if I lose to Warner and I go four and three, you go three and two, does it go by win percentage then? Or like the percentage? Yeah, that's bullshit because you have one more division... I have two more matchup than I do. You'd have two more. So you'd have two more division games than me. And then even though we would have, I think you would actually take that and I could beat you in points four. you would just, just based on the schedule, you'd have more division wins than me and still get the two. So question, do we say division record? Does that mean the most wins gets in or is it win percentage? Because it would be bullshit for me because you would have the win percentage if you won at three and two compared to four and three, but I would have more wins. I don't know how that works. I would I assume it's percentage. I, I don't assume know. you might actually get that. So I do. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, yeah. I just got to win and put up a big number. I mean, I think that's what everyone's rooting for at this point, but like if I can get you on points for, and then tie you, High in the overall, then I guess it's just a roll of dice. Up. I don't know how that breaks down. I am looking at it, and before we get into the matchup, I just want to say this: like, uh, I think it's even, right? Like the Bearhouse Memorial and the Hammond Memorial are going to have equal representation in the playoffs, barring yeah, for the, some for the most part. Crazy, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I remember when we drew names in that house in August. <laughs> and everyone thought our division was just going to clean up maybe maybe four even five teams but um the, the best part is our division I got was, tougher once matt went to jail <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> once matt went to jail the the division got a lot more competitive that's funny um holy shit all right so looking at my matchup this week it's a must win and does anyone want to lose um, to the to the ghost of Matt and uh, the the sh- the shadow manager and Kale? Um, I don't. Oh God, I like his matchups a little bit more than mine. Just staring at it, but I think I have the better firepower overall. I mean, if Mahomes and Hill against Las Vegas at home that has major blowout potential, and if. Um, I know the cornerback from Buffalo um, is out for the year, and um, Tampa Bay has a lot to play for still. But that's that. I I could see Brady getting held a little bit there to maybe a sub twenty game. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I'm projected by six, um, but I don't I don't trust it. Um, again, I have the decisions to make it running back. Um, Right now, I have Gibson going against Dallas. Um, Mitchell, he's a, he has a concussion. He's going through protocol, so I don't know what you said. He you said he wasn't going to play this weekend. He still has an outside shot to play. He's just going through protocol right now, and he's still less as questionable. Um, if I'm you, if I'm playing. I'm playing um, Jim Connor. I think I'm going to roll with Saquon in some capacity, just because I think the Chargers' defense might be a little soft. And especially with Daniel Jones not playing, I think they're going to keep it on the ground or throw some screen passes. Um, and then I got to say one one other I thing mean, about I, your team: you made the uh, the Chargers pick up, and when I saw that the Chargers were still on the wire, 
I was kicking sand thinking, man, that would have been a good pickup. <laughs> because their upcoming schedule is cake for for defense. I, I looked at that at work during my lunch break, and I was like, yup, that's a lot of green on that defense <laughs> schedule. So I'll fucking stoop them with Houston. And if, if they play Houston in, in the playoff semifinals and then Denver in the finals if need be, I mean, I'll take that. I will take that. Um so I will, I will say this. Myself. I was thinking this was more of a, a placing matchup, but really, realistically, if Matt loses, I don't think he gets in at all. Like, I think uh, as long as the biggest thing is if Kale wins. If Kale wins, I don't think Matt gets in uh, because then you got Yogi or, or uh, Dakota winning. And I think both of them can catch him, uh, but especially Yogi uh, could catch him. And then for you, I mean, the same is kind of true. Um, both of them can catch you in points. And uh, if you guys don't put up some nice numbers here, like you were saying with Buffalo, could slow down your big cogs. Um, it could be a little rough there, a little uh, a little sketchy. So I definitely think just <laughs> get this win. And uh, honestly, I I kind of like Matt's matchups in this one. Um, I don't know if I trust Hubbard, even if it's against ATL, compared to your solid running backs who who have the brand names and have been putting up points. I will say, if you bench Jim Connor, I think I'm picking against you. <laughs> I mean, how do you go against a touchdown streak, right? I, I just think it's just too oh, many wow. good points. I, I just think it's bad karma. Like, it's a Monday night game. Uh... Everyone, everyone's a projection whore on Wednesday. Everyone just puts a, everyone puts in the players that are going to get them the highest numbers on Wednesday. You know, there's a lot of time between now and Sunday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it more. But, um, I wanted to see a big number up there. I wanted, to, I wanted to know that I was a big strong boy. So I wanted to see that 138 up there, especially on the pod. Whenever you but, get that yell out, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, Things could change. I have I have flexibility in my lineup. Uh, Matt does not, and I think if I I think if I hit one thirty, I win. So uh, is Waller playing? That. By the way, I want that. Good. Is Waller playing? Are we sure he's playing? I don't. He didn't don't practice know. today, so I don't know if he's playing. If he were playing, I would really lean him. But if he doesn't play, and if you don't. If you do play Jim Connor, then I'll roll with you. If you sit Jim Connor, I'm against you either way. I just think it's bad karma. Jim Connor against the Rams? I don't care. It's Jim Connor. Jim Connor is matchup. Pretty I don't awesome. know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> okay, Tony. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know, Jim. You're going against the Rams, Jim. I don't know this. Um, I don't know. Just, just pick me. Just pick me. Give me some. Give me some juice going into the weekend. Uh, he had he had nineteen. You want to see me in the play? It would be so much sweeter for you if you beat me in the playoffs. Anyway, you should be rooting for. Me. I've never won a championship without beating you in the playoffs. So exactly. You've also never won a championship without beating me. So <laughs> we we can only win championships when it's against each other, right? That's it. That's it. Wait, who's who's due for theirs now? You won it in the second year, and now it's the ten year anniversary of you, Dakota, being champion. Dakota. No, it's Dakota's. Dakota's okay. Maybe there's some mojo there. Maybe I should just pick Dakota to win it all. Yeah, but if Dakota wins, he has to get out of the league next year. So that'll suck. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why is that? Well, that's what happened last time. He just jumped ship after he won. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's still in uh, Eric Homsley, and they do it way cooler than what we do it. Yeah, I think Zach Nidick would jump in for a year or two if Dakota needed a year or two off, for sure. So, uh, yeah, we got, we got your replacement. If you want to win this one, Dakota, we, we got a replacement for you. Okay, cool. He's going to take his trophy and go home. So you guys are lame. Um, Honestly, getting like a... Uh, significant other team would be also be hilarious at like just have kiki and uh no <laughs> and laura and, and everyone is your girl into it <laughs> this this league could not handle kiki being in it with the amount of shit that she talks and us kiki not knowing would be how like to it, respond to it did you watch the league? We, we what did you watch the league like the show I think I saw like a season and a half's worth. You know, that's one of those shows you can just jump into. So, like, I can't say I've seen like start to finish, but I've probably seen like twenty to twenty-five episodes. The wife in that—that's basically just Kiki—is how much she talks shit. And like, I'm oh, sure she's yeah. she's probably running Kale's team behind the scenes too. Like, they like just talk about like their their score projections as they're having sex. Yeah, mm. I. I uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she she calls it her flex. No, all right, sorry. I'll yeah, just, I'll just yeah, on. yeah. I think we we just move on from that one. Uh, you play okay. Jim Connor. I need to find an answer right now. What are you playing, Jim okay. Connor? No, I, um, yes, I'm sitting Jim Connor. I'm sitting I'm, Jim Connor this week. You're sitting Jim Connor. Then I am going with the Jack Sex Havers. I want the best so. picture in the league to get through to the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. I also would much rather play his team than your team in the playoffs. So uh, we're going Jack Sex Havers. Fine. I assume you're going yourself. Yes, I'm going myself. Obviously, I'm going myself, Brandon. You got to put it on the record, man. You got to put it on the record. We don't know if you're trying All to pull right. some some uh, some feel-good ju- juju kind of stuff going. I don't know. Has but, anyone uh, picked against themselves? Has, that, like, has, any, has, anyone, even, has anyone done the... Uh, the reverse jinx before the games even started. I'm sure Dakota has. <laughs> just just automatically concede as soon as you get to the preview of your own game, so that way you get like the good the, like the good mojo on your side get before even the first game kicks off. I mean, I picked against myself, but I feel like it'd be pretty narcissistic if I'm on here every week and I just pick myself every week. I just assume that's what you did because you're narcissistic. I mean, I am narcissistic, but I I also understand that I can lose too. Well, that's what makes you humble. That's what keeps you even. Would it be more narcissistic, though, to try to pick against myself to get my record higher? Mm. Or how, how does that work? Incept yourself, on your, incel, incept yourself on your own podcast, which is called Barbage Kime, which is a play on your own name. Um, I'm not sure how the dreidel falls on that one, um, but I'm pretty sure you come up humble. All right. All right, so that wraps up the... Uh, the final preview of the regular season should be a good week. Very exciting. I'm glad that we'll be actually, what are we, you doing anything Sunday or what? You want to catch the one o'clock games? Sunday. I might have to be out of town super early. Oh yeah. You do have Um, a drive, right? Yeah. My parents are driving down for a thing on Sunday, potentially. Um, So I will not be able to make the one o'clock games. Um, 
So I, I, if I have to drive back, I definitely want to get back before the witching hour. Um, uh, I'm just putting up, man. So you're getting in Friday? Yeah, I'll, I'll be in Friday, um, be in the hotel. Um, so we'll be rocking and rolling and should be a good weekend, though. Excited for Kale and Kiki. Absolutely. Just two people. Just, just soulmates. I'm excited to celebrate love. That's not my own. Um, God, I'm glad that's over as far as just explaining. But um, no, from everything I've seen, um, the pictures of the place, um, the itinerary of events, it's going to be a wonderful time. And I'm uh, very excited uh, to get away and celebrate Alex and Kristen's holy matrimony. They're no, so no, no church part of this, right? All secular, all in the garden. Um, can't imagine John's too happy about that. No whoop-de-doos on the review scale so far. Um, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be nice. Man. I think it's going to be a little warm. Um, fingers crossed no rain, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but uh, moving on, you have any recommendations uh, for the league? <sighs> recommendations? Um, yeah, I don't know. We were talking about it, what was that, maybe like a week ago? Early, like, yeah, like later last week. Uh, I brought up the Spotify year in review, um, and one of the bands I've just been on, you know, a lot ever since probably the spring. Um, but um, they really, they really blew up over the summer. They're touring now. Um, their new album's great. Um, if you like harder rock music, um, you're looking for something maybe a little different to listen to in the gym. Um. Or you're just in the car vibe, man. I mean, this is the best hard rock band I've listened to uh, since Rage Against the Machine and its turnstile. Um, T-U-R-N-S-T-I-L-E. Um, I guess they fall in, like, the hardcore care, like category, but, like, they're punk, but they're kind of like skate punk, but they're, um, I don't know, man. They're really melodic. They're really, uh, uh, really talented musicians i mean the music is like arranged and the melody is uh super tight um and yeah man i'm just a big fan of their music uh, i'm super bummed i missed them when they came to richmond um could have caught them in baltimore but had a thing going on um yeah just a really great band i wish i could see live one day and yeah that's my recommendation man if you're looking to rock out you know you're trying to get that extra rep you know trying to bump that extra set Throw on some turnstile, man. Just listen to their their fucking top eight tracks, man. Uh, tell me you don't like them. So that's my recommendation. Um, kick out the jam, man. Nice. My uh, I was not on Spotify much this year. Surprisingly, I was a an Audible guy. I got super into eBooks this year. Uh, pretty sure I finished like fifty books this year. Uh. Turns out you can really pump them out when you're on uh, road trips and uh, just listening with one earbud in at work. Uh, I think I ended up counting it up. I had 58,000 minutes on on Audible. So pretty proud of that. Holy shit. So what? Just like, so is it, what kind of books are you listening to? Are you listening to like biographies? Are you listening to like nonfiction? Are you listening about like fantastical beasts like as you're just combing the aisles of this grocery store what are you listening to? a little bit of everything honestly like i uh started out with mcconaughey's book 
um, originally. And then I went into like some lore stuff, like Viking lore and like, um, what like Roman lore and shit like that. And then I got into some other, um, like nonfiction stuff, threw in some fantasy series, which were like kind of Harry Potter esque, I guess, but not exactly like an RPG type of stuff. One was literally an RPG thing, and those were like series. So I think if you looked at it, those would probably be the highest just because there's like six books in each of them. So instead of it being like a biography where you listen to the one book, those were like six books that you listen to. So definitely think those probably hit the the highest mark. But uh, yeah, just basically anything I could find that was like free on there. And they give you like some credits for free or whatever. Um, so I just mostly went up and down the recommendation thing. And honestly, when you're only paying half attention to it, um, any book can be a pretty good one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how how do you like? So you got like your iPad and like you're doing shit and you're obviously moving around. How do you not just like zone out or like focus on what you're doing like presently and then miss like two pages worth of dialogue and then like your mind snaps back into it and how do you how do you realize what the hell you're listening to i would be hitting like the back 15 seconds thing like oh every I minute because i would be so distracted you know i do but i also found uh after a little bit that honestly if you miss a page or two of dialogue most of the times you can not really miss much <laughs> like uh, <laughs> it, it really doesn't affect the book uh so sometimes I just miss that stuff and I got Cole into it, my brother, and he was listening to like the same book I was listening to. And he's like, yeah, that one part where they did that one thing. And I'm like, I don't remember that happening. I think you, you may, maybe misread that or something, or maybe I just missed it. And then I, I ended up re-listening to that part of the book and uh, everything he said was in there. I just completely missed it. <laughs> so, Oh, that is so cool. That's just so cool. Um, yeah, it, it definitely was better yeah. than listening to the same playlist over and over again. I'll give you that at least. No, no I, I completely agree. I just do it like, I, I, I'm like, obviously like I do graphic design and stuff. And so like my mind is like so scatterbrained, like all of like my email and I'm working on this design and I'm touching on this website and like, like I, I am just bouncing between pages. Like my eyeballs are darting for eight hours a day and I just could not. Like, but I guess I do with a podcast, right? Like I listen to a podcast, but I just couldn't. I couldn't That's... follow an audiobook the same way I could, um, you know, just music or a podcast or um, like you do during the day. But I guess that's it, exactly I guess that's what I I started with, though. No, that's where I started was podcasts and uh, just ran out of podcasts to listen to, honestly. And once all your teams suck. And you don't want to listen to the sports podcast that you normally listen to. Uh, you just kind of move on to something else, and that ended up being ebooks. For me. Hey, man, we all we all got to plug shit into our ears so we don't have to hear ourselves think. That's uh, that's the name of the game. So I respect anyone who uh, you know who has the routine, who has their voices in their head that keep them grounded for the eight hours while they're working. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. Just anything up there. So. Uh, but yeah, I think we've talked long enough. Uh, thanks for coming on, Brown. Uh, see you this weekend. Should be a good time. Excited for it. And uh, it'll be good to see everyone that makes the trip up. And uh, good luck to everyone this week. Uh, this is where where legends are made. This is this is the type of week where you, you really get it done. 
Thanks for having me on, Barbara. I'll see you this week, and worst of luck to you. Thanks, you too.